Have you ever wondered what is the role of the Meridian City Council? Have you thought, what is the long-term vision for the City of Meridian? Do you know what is going to happen in the next election as the City Council now will be elected by districts? The answers to these questions and more are coming right up. Hi, I'm your host, Mayor Robert Simpson, and this is my Meridian City 101 City Council Edition, your guide to local government. Let's dive right in and get started. Today, I am here with our Council President, Brad Hoagland. Brad, this is your second stint on City Council over the years. Uh, why don't you give our listeners a little background into you and why you serve on the Meridian City Council? Oh, I'd be happy to, Mayor. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I was fortunate to uh, uh, be appointed back in 2008 to a vacancy on Meridian City Council and uh, uh, and I ran for election in 09 and won and served a full four years. And it just happened uh, with a change of employment uh, in 2013 that uh, my last year on the council at that point in time, I changed jobs and uh, there was less flexibility in that position. So I didn't run again for re-election. But uh, back in 2019, I happened to uh, uh, be in a position now that I had some more flexibility. There were three vacancies, uh, three members of city council not, not running for re-election. So I stepped in, ran, and, and uh, was elected in 2019 and was sworn into office in 2020. So basically my second full term here in, here in Meridian. So it's it's been an interesting uh, term, uh, two completely different scenarios economically for our, our community. One where I was serving in the middle of a, a very difficult recession, and now we just have unprecedented growth taking place in our community. Yes, it's definitely a different time around, and I, I can say as a staff member before and as a mayor now, uh, I've appreciated your uh, steady uh, commitment to the community, the leadership you've provided, and always a, a great voice coming from the Meridian City Council. Meridian City Council meets on Tuesday nights. You know, that's, that's, that's really your public showcase uh, to, to talk about what's happening in the community. But talk to us about what are some of the roles and functions and duties of city council members. Yeah, people just see us typically on a Tuesday night talking about uh, issues and working on policies or land use issues. That draws the most attention, of course, when there's a new, new development coming into our community. But there's a lot that happens uh, throughout the week and, and a month. Uh, we definitely, the prep time that you put in for a, a city council meeting is enormous. Some of those meetings are very long, but we've put in many, many hours previous to that time, reading reports, going through planning and zoning, looking at the various various items. Also, all the council members serve as liaisons to different departments. And that's one thing where you're, as mayor, the CEO of our community, and we're kind of like the board, but we're a little more engaged and involved than just a typical board that you would see in a, in a company. Where we, uh, as liaisons to different departments, we dive into their budgets with them. We get to understand the issues that they're dealing with. And we do that on a yearly basis where we rotate. And as council president, I work with the various other council members. Okay, what, what boards, uh, what programs and what departments that you would like to uh, kind of get more engaged with and understand better. And that all makes us better in understanding the issues that parks may have or police and fire and so on and get a little deeper dive into the issues and that way we can we can have a better understanding and we do look to those council members so when an issue comes up say in public works they have a deeper understanding can help us understand what the implications are of a, a potential decision that we may be may be looking at. We also want to be out in the community, going to meetings, uh, working, meeting with people. Uh, you, we, we participate with you, whether it's coffee with the mayor showing up or a town hall meeting, 
It's uh, just uh, being available. And, and with the change to districts uh, up in the upcoming election cycle, 2023 is the first time instead of representing and being elected by citizens in the, all of Meridian, we now will represent a district. And that's a big change. So we're going to probably be a little more focused on our district specifically to make sure we understand the, understand the issues there. But uh, that, that will be a change. It will be. And I know this has been a, an important topic of conversation at City Council. Let's just talk about the districts for uh, a moment. Is One of the concerns the City Council has expressed is they feel like they represent all of Meridian in their current capacity. I think that, that that's still going to be the intention when it comes down to you may be elected by people that live in a district, but at the end of the day, you serve the community. You do. And, and you know, I, I moved to uh, Meridian in 1970, and it was a small town. I think the population for the census that year was right around 5,000. And, uh, you know, w- when you're a small town and, and growing up here and then serving on, on uh, council previously and, and we're, we're, we're bigger but we're not where we are today, I think our 2010 census came in around 75,000 and there were four members on city council. And at that time, I, I did push for us to go to six council members because it was just getting harder to represent people, to handle the issues that you have to deal with, meeting with people. And plus, I want to have more, have more diversity on the council. I was the youngest on the council at the time and I was the only one who worked full time. And having, having that uh, level of uh, different people from different walks of life being able to serve and adding those seats. Now, it changes how we do business and me- maybe le- meetings are a little longer because of, because of the number of voices that uh, have to discuss the issue. But I, I think that was a good thing. But they're still at the heart of it. The feeling that we are a community and we want what we want what's best for our community, and and sometimes you know, Mayor, as, you, as you've seen in our, in our council discussions, sometimes we come to different conclusions about a particular project, and there'll be no votes, there'll be yes votes, and and there's people would look at saying, oh, there's division on on council, but it is it is not. Uh, uh, we're very respectful of each other's opinions. Because we know each other, we know where everyone's heart is, and it's for having the best Meridian possible. And sometimes what we see as what's best for Meridian might be different, but that is what what we want to have. We want to have people with that vision for the whole community, what's best for Meridian, and have that good debate and dialogue and try to make, make that determination. Uh, absolutely. And, and sometimes people see a different route to get to the same place. In, in, whether it's in life or whether it's in how the community can develop. But you mentioned the vision. Why, why don't you just go ahead and throw it out to the community? It's always good to get it on the record. What is the city of Meridian's vision? Oh, you bet, Mayor. And like any good organization, whether it's a company or a nonprofit, what is your vision? What is your mission? And, and those are very important because that drives the direction you're going to move. So in Meridian, the vision by 2035, Meridian will be the West's premier community in which to live, work, and raise a family. And I don't think there's much disagreement on that among any of the council members or you and, and staff and everyone who works for the city of Meridian. We do want to be the best community to live, work, and raise a family that uh, that you can have. Absolutely. And I think that's really when you talk about council, you, you really talk about that higher level. You know, you talked about it being the board. It, it's really, you know, looking up there at the mission, the vision, the strategic plan, the, the values that are there, you know, helping set that base level where we're all trying to get there. You're, you're not telling us how to drive the road in that standpoint, but we do come back and ask for directions on occasion, as that may be to council. But to talk about how, you know, 
how you see council's involvement in issues like the strategic plan, like the city surveys that come back, uh, some of those type of topics. Yeah, I, I think it's very important. And, and as you're touching on right there is the fact that we have to be unified in our vision and have a strong mission. And then how do we how do we make that happen? You're the CEO. You're going to drive that. But we all have to be in agreement what that's going to be. And I think that's very important whenever you have different legisl- a legislative body and an executive branch uh, having having the same goals. Now, again, we might differ a little bit on how to achieve those, but like our strategic plan, we're unified in what those priorities are and what those focus areas that we want to meet as part of our, our mission. How do we fulfill our mission? And, you know, we, we talk about our, our mission. You know, Meridian will deliver superior service through committed, equipped employees dedicated to the stewardship of the public's resources while being a vibrant, livable, and connected community. And that's great. But then we have to break that down. What are our priorities? How do we make sure we are delivering on our vision and mission? And and that's where our strategic plan comes in. Your office works on that. Uh, the council is aware of that and also sees, gets reports on how we're doing in, in those particular areas of, of our, our priorities. You mind touching on the priorities just real quick so our audience knows those six areas that are important in our strategic plan. Yeah, certainly. It, it, it focuses on responsible growth, transportation and infrastructure, business and economic vitality, public health and safety, vibrant and sustainable community, and government excellence. Yeah, and, and the, those that's definitely the mantra that we live to try to move the community forward related to all those issues. And it can be a tough challenge, like saying all the issues that we face, and sometimes there's even some conflicting priorities within those uh, strategic focus areas. But it's it's an important part of trying to make sure the city of Meridian is working towards our mission and vision. Absolutely, you know, and and these focus areas have strategic goals then that prioritize the action. So, uh, you know, having having a, a vibrant and sustainable community, having a transportation and infrastructure. Uh, let's just take pathways, for example. We want to have pathways for people to walk and bike and connect our communities. So we set in motion when we do the budget and and uh, for, for people to understand, it, it's very much like the, the state process where the executive branch, you will bring a budget forward to us to consider. Union department heads have worked on it. As city council members, as liaisons to various departments, we may have worked on that segment of it and understand what's there. But then we look at that and go, okay, that this is these are the priorities we see as well, or we might change a little bit here and there. And uh, the power of the purse strings do rest with the, with the city council. But uh, now we put those in action. You know where the money is, that's what's going to happen. And for example, on pathways, then then we get reports from time to time from the parks department saying, here's where we are. Here's the progress we're making on this year with the money you allocated to us for parks and we're for our pathways within parks. And and this is how we're, how we're moving. And of course, sometimes like any project, things have to adjust and, and you're aware of that and come to council, hey, we can't get the easement on this property. They're not willing to sell. How about if we look at this project now to continue working on our pathways, but we're going to keep working on that one. And so there might be slight adjustments, but again, where we put our money, that's where our priorities are. And that's uh, what we want to achieve. Absolutely. And I'm glad you brought up that element of the budget because, you know, council, that budget and policy, that's, that's really the, the heartbeat. And Tuesday nights, it can be land use decisions, which is that you know, that third rail of uh, city council, <laughs> major responsibilities. 
I know there's other responsibilities you all take on, the community responsibilities, working with our partners in the other uh, area, that the school district, that the library district, the Ada County Highway District, the county commissioners. Talk a little bit about, you know, that involvement from your personal perspective or the city council, whichever one you think makes more sense. Yeah, Mayor, that's that's a very important component of, of what we do because we don't control everything within the boundaries of our city. You know, when you think about education, you got West Ada School District, uh, you've got some private schools, you've got school board members who are elected by the citizens, by the patrons of the district. And education is always one of the top priorities that, that come out in our, our, our city survey. But you have Ada County High, Highway District, which maintains the roads. And just to do a quick primer for newcomers to our community, uh, back in the 70s, uh, the citizens thought in Ada County, you know what, let's be more efficient about how we use our tax dollars for roads. Instead of every community having their own uh, road district, uh, their city street division without and not have Ada County just do county roads, let's make one entity, they buy the equipment, they do the bidding, and everything happens that way. And they have an elected uh, Ada County Highway District Commissioners. And so since the 70s, we've had that situation. So uh, we work closely with them. We have meetings with them. They come give us reports. We talk about our priorities for our communities. They they look at those. They put things together because they have the same pressing needs from other communities and, and the county. So we have to work with them and try to make sure they understand, here's our list of top priorities. How does that integrate with your overall list? And Mayor, you've been pushing real hard with ACHD and ITD, for example, on this project, and that's the Linda Road overpass. So we have to work with staff. There's staff-to-staff relationships. There's our relationships that we have with their elected board or appointed boards in the case of ITD, and trying to make them understand this is why it's important for our community. This is how it helps move economic development. This is how it helps move people. This is how school buses and fire trucks can shorten the distance between two things that that are very, very important. So that's... uh, that is a big deal to work with our local partners in a lot of these different areas, whether it's education, roads, uh, and, and other things that uh, that we deal with as a community. And that often means that uh, there's we have to advocate with them for their needs, you know, because we hear from the community about those. And um, hearing from the community, we just completed our city survey. Let's talk just a little bit about some of those priorities, because it's really a lot of the priorities we hear in our city survey are community priorities, priorities that other people are focused on that we need to work with them to help solve or address those issues. Correct. You know, I think uh, the last city survey, and we do this, what, every two or three years? We're down to two years now. Two years. So uh, we sent out this community survey. They can also fill it out online. It's a professionally done, randomly selected uh, type of survey. It's a very large survey, and we do appreciate the people who have, who have filled these out. But this last survey that just came out, roads, traffic, transportation, that was number one. That's the big concern. We certainly do see the impact on the growth is having on the roads. And the the lag that there is uh, to to build out those roads. You know, oftentimes uh, there's impact fees that, that pay for roads that go to Ada County Highway District, but they're getting those and that, that development is being built before they can get get those fundings uh, funds to that to that road expansion so they work very hard on that so we try to coordinate with them and they certainly weigh in on our land use land use issues uh, number two with gro- was growth and development of course you know that's a that's a biggie um, you know growing up in Meridian and seeing the changes that are occurring now is is huge and it's just it, it is so different but 
I still want the best Meridian it can be. I still have parents who live in Meridian. I have now little grandchildren who, who, who live here. And what will Meridian look like 20 years from now? I don't know, but I still want it to be a great place to live, work, and raise a family. So what does that look like? It's going to be different than the Meridian I grew up in, but it's still going to be a quality place. And the third one was education in schools. And so, again, that's where we work with partners. West Ada, the trustees, we're partners with them. How can we help them? What happens when development comes to hear what the impacts are to school? What's the school attendance? Now, they have options, and it's their responsibility to make sure our kids are have, have the space and, and the quality teachers and the curriculum in place. But we do want to understand the issues that they are faced with and how we can help them in that situation. Absolutely. The, the issues they face are facing are the issues our community is concerned about, uh, irregardless if it's our responsibility or not. Absolutely. You said it well. That's a lot for a part-time. <laughs> I think that's one thing we don't really touch on. You all are part-time in your role as city council members. We are. We are. Uh, we have uh, – everyone has uh, full-time jobs um, and you just uh, – you have to have very understanding spouses and family members when, when you come into this role. Uh, it, it's – but you do it because you want the best community possible. You do it because you want to serve your citizens and, and, and neighbors and friends and just go, hey, how are we doing? What can we do to make our, our community better? And so there, there is a passion for good government, especially for me. I want it to – what we do, there's a reason behind it and it's thoughtful and well thought out. Not that everyone agrees with me. Certainly I know that. But uh, that, that we do it well and, and there, there is a, a very good reason for doing what we do. And so you decided to take a part-time role and make it a little bit more by becoming council president. So – as council president, you have some very specific duties. You talked about working with all the all the city council members on some of their liaison assignments, but you need to go to some an, at least one extra meeting a week at minimum. <laughs> at so, minimum. So talk talk about that the, that little difference that the council president does, and, and that little bit of extra time. Sure, and I mentioned like for example, council liaison, making sure people are. Uh, going to serve in the various departments and, and be their liaison and, and represent them in, on, on issues when we have discussions. But it also means setting the council agenda, working with the city clerk's office and the mayor's office and having that agenda and that plays out. There are certain uh, statutes and, and legal processes that we have to follow and the legal department's involved in that to make sure we're on a timely basis and, and we do the right things. So that 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 takes some extra time for, for that agenda setting. I also meet with you on a regular basis to talk about some of the issues that, that we're looking at and how we can work through them, what, what role council might play in, in some of those things. And for example, community partners, you're out there as well talking to, maybe it's a superintendent of, of uh, Dr. Bubb and, and all of a sudden you're, you're learning something and hey, maybe council, maybe there's something we can do about this and, and work together. Uh, Meridian Development Corporation is our, our entity that uh, helps in redevelopment and we uh, you need to bring them in as a community partner. We have citizens appointed to the MDC board as well as a, a, a council member. So that's one of those things that uh, we just have to uh, – and as council president, I have to stay on top of and and check in with council members from time to time. You know, sometimes they'll say, hey, on this agenda, I noticed something. How come we aren't doing this or doing that? And, okay, there's a reason for that. Let me explain and and just moving that forward. So. It's it's taxing at time, but it, it's enjoyable. Sometimes it's I I, I liken it to herding cats because you have five other different council members who have uh, different ways of doing things sometimes, and uh, but we, we respect each other and get along well, so that that's very helpful. 
And, and so far, I don't think you've had to take on this one responsibility, Council President, and that's essentially you can serve as mayor in my absence. I, I can, Mayor. In fact, uh, you were gone on a trip. But it's been a while, and I, I can't remember what happened now, but you, you called me up and says, well, how come this happened? You know, why did you let this happen? But uh, <laughs> you gave me a hard time. But, you know, that's one thing about this day and age, uh, the technology that we have now compared to what it used to be, you know, 15 years ago is just vastly different. So you're, you're well connected into the community. So if you happen to be gone and you're at a conference and uh, – yeah, technically, I guess I am the mayor, but uh, yeah, I didn't ex- uh, issue any executive orders while you're gone. You no, 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 you did not. Um, <laughs> but when I when I am gone from council, you you get the pleasure of running the meeting as well, and, and just taking on those extra duties. Um, so, a, I want to say thank you. I appreciate it. You know, because uh, we all can't make every Tuesday. We know that. Um, right. But it's it, it is it just falls to you. That's at the end of the day, anything that I'm responsible for. If I can't do it, technically, falls to you to help pick up at any point in time. If I got in a car accident yeah. and I was incapacitated, you're stepping in. Yeah, that's right. And that that's a big responsibility. And so uh, the council pl- uh, president is selected by the fellow council. And uh, I did have the pleasure uh, when I served previously, my last two years was as, as council president. And, and uh, that kind of gave me that first taste of, wow, there's, there's a lot to this job. There's a lot of moving parts. And there are those responsibilities that you'll get questions uh, from council, uh, for, from staff, uh, mayor's out of town. And all of a sudden this came up, uh, what do you think we should do? So you have to have to understand the issue. And, and I learned a long time ago when my daughter was a teenager and I took, took a position and, and she goes, what do you know about this stuff? And uh, I said, honey, I said, you're not necessarily the expert in everything that you're involved with, but you know to ask the right questions. And that's uh, you rely on good people to give you answers. And with those answers, you can make a good decision. Absolutely. And I think it's not just for you in your case, it's not just knowing the right questions to ask. It's having that care and then also understanding how how and why we're trying to do things, you know, in the in the Meridian way. Now, these were items that were developed by the, the city. Um, I don't remember if you were on council when the Meridian Way was developed. The care values predate me. They, 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 they go back to, I think, 2005, six. Um, so the, these were things we inherited, at least in the care values. Meridian Way, I was there with the city when this was developed. But this is an important part of who we are as public servants, not just elected officials, but all the people that work for the city of Meridian. Absolutely. You know, Sometimes public service uh, is kind of poo-pooed, if you will, by by people out there and, and, oh, they just can't get a real job. And although that's not something I've heard in a long time because I think people have come to realize what it takes to to be in these positions and and the work that that is getting done. And, yeah, to your point, the care – uh, values have been around a long time. And CARE, that stands for Customer Service, Accountability, Respect, and Excellence. And those are very good characteristics that, that we want to provide to our community. Now, the Meridian Way is more related to what are public servants? What is your role? How are you going to serve the people of this community? It, it's it's almost a calling. You're, you're here to serve this community in, in a bigger way. So how, how do you acknowledge inquiries? Uh, how, how timely will you be in, in their your response. Um, 
being being respectful to people. Now, every now and then, there are people who who don't exhibit the the proper traits in conversation and whatnot, and that that can be handled handled differently. But finding solutions for people when they have a concern, getting them to the right place so their question can be answered, people can, will respond in a timely manner. That's our goal. You know, do we always meet it? Probably not a hundred percent of the time, but we have people who work for this community for the, our city of Meridian who really do want to focus on and exhibit the Meridian way and, and do the types of things that are done the right way in the right manner and doing the right thing for each other as well as fellow employees. So it's it's really about creating a community like a family of, of caring, of supporting one another, and when questions and issues come up, how do we resolve them in the best way possible? So that, that's that's a great thing uh, you and, and your predecessor created, and, and I think it's serving our community very, very well. Yeah, absolutely. And I- I've had the pleasure in the last few weeks to um, provide Meridian Way coins to employees both for their external customer service as well as their internal customer service because you hit it right on the head. It's how, how we interact with the community but it's how we interact with each other and the expectations we all set and how we want to do that. And so it's an important part of who we are and I appreciate the councils. They are out there showcasing what it means to do things in the Meridian way. And so thank you for all you guys are doing. Oh, I appreciate that. But, you know, you have to look at the motivating factors. And that's why I think our, our, our public employees, our, our, our city employees, uh, go above and beyond because, you know, as council members and you, we're, we're elected because uh, we're elected and therefore we're motivated to provide best service because if we want to run for office again, you want to say, hey, you know, I did the job that was expected of me and I did it well, you know. The, the city employees, yes, they're hired, they have supervisors, they have bosses, there's a chain of command, those types of things. But we're asked them to do something and they're motivated to do it because they want to do it. They want to excel in what they do. And, and that's – you can't ask for better employees when that's what they want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you talked about election and we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. But as we come to a close in, in this podcast – we are going to be facing a new election in 2023 where we're going to be electing city council members by district for the first time. Um, you know, there are two districts currently that have no city council, no city and city council member living in, in them. What would you say to the community if they are thinking about wanting to run in one of these council districts in this upcoming election? Well, I would, uh, number one, make sure you you – to me, it was the flexibility of of being able to serve. So to to know what flexibility you need, you have to understand what the job entails. And and, and if someone wants to serve, I'd be happy. Send me an email. It's on, on the city website. I'd be happy to talk about it further. But um, you, you have to be committed to uh, the citizens and this community and making it the best meridian possible. Um, and that, that can take on many forms. So uh, it, it, that, that's a difficult question, Mayor, because there's so many components that go into it and trying to think of, well, what, what would I highlight the most? And uh, But it's being able to work with a number of different people. You have to find uh, uh, your collaborative, collaborative uh, process that you are, are open to. Some people want to come in and just say, this is how it's going to be. Well, you're working with five other council members and a mayor and citizens. And how can we get to yes? How can we have a win-win? What are those things that we can do to move things forward, but at the same time do it in a way that, that 
works for everybody and makes us the best community possible. So I, I guess motivation, the heart, having that heart for Meridian, maybe that's what it comes down to, having that heart for Meridian and wanting to serve people and make it, making it the best place possible and not coming with such a hard ideological bent that you're not open to other ideas and options and ways to do things that uh, keep us from uh, expanding and, and looking at uh, ways to do things that make us uh, a premier city. So that's a, that, that's a tough one. Be happy to answer that a little more in, in, in detail if, if someone wants to send me an email. But the districts uh, coming up with vacancies, we want good people to serve. We want people to have a heart for communi- the community. They don't have to be experts in community issues, but we can, we can help uh, get people there. And so that's – I had good mentors when I came on council who came beside me and – I, I learned many, many things, and uh, we still want to serve that way and, and make it a great place for Meridian, uh, Meridian residents. Absolutely. And so for those elections, the filing period will open in next August. Uh, be open for two weeks. In order to run for council, you need to be at least 18 and have been a, a resident of Meridian for the 30 days preceding the filing period. And then I would say some just some very practical things. You need to be free on Tuesday nights yes. at, at, a, at, a, at a bare minimum. You have to be able to commit to the Tuesday night meetings, and you should probably be interested in land use and yes. not be afraid of numbers and budgets. Because absolutely, the, the, <laughs> those are some of the nuts and bolts. If 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 those two things don't excite you, it's going to be hard to be motivated by some of the work the city council has to do. <laughs> and, and just to give you an example, of that mayor, I remember one of the first times of going to Hawaii, and. Uh, my wife had been there once, and we're going in there, and I'm I'm sitting in a window seat, and I'm looking out at the island, and I'm very intent. And my ask, wife asked me, says, "Oh, what what are you thinking about?" And I says, "Well, one, the water is beautiful. Look at that color, but the other thing is, I wonder what they do with their trash. Do they ocean dump it or do they incinerate it?" <laughs> she just goes, "Oh my goodness, what are you doing?" <laughs> I said, "I'm just curious about that things." So it is having a curiosity about. Uh, processes and how things work and is there a more efficient way to do things, um, that that really goes a long way in, in, in serving our community. Absolutely. Councilman, any last comments or thoughts? Oh, I, I just want to thank you for having me, uh, Mayor. Uh, this is kind of a fun way to do do it and, 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 and to provide information to our community. Hopefully it was helpful to people, but uh, you can find our contact information on the website and certainly happy to answer any questions or provide feedback on something I said or, or not. And uh, again, I, I just appreciate your uh, your always looking for ways to connect with citizens and, and allow community feedback, whether it's a survey at our meetings on Tuesday nights or other ways as you go out in the community and, and connect. So that, that's always very, very good. And I appreciate that very much. Well, and I appreciate those comments. So I want to say thank you to our council president, Brad Hoagland, for giving us an overview of city council and talking about a lot of the things that are important to us at the direction from our mission, vision, and values. Thank you to the Meridian Library for the use of Unbound Recording Studio here in downtown Meridian. And thank you to the listeners for tuning in. I'll catch you next time on My Meridian.